Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome. My name is Tracy Ann Oberman and this is the podcast that takes the murky words of online bullying and shines light and love and laughter onto the haters. This is Trolled. My guest for this episode is someone who I am very excited to meet. She popped up on my radar on Twitter um, over four or five years ago and I've always admired her she's always made me laugh and she's brave she's Aww. an accomplished comedian doing wonderful things on stage in 2016 and this is when she really impacted she made a placard welcoming Donald Trump into the country and it held up and it said Trump is a cunt <laughs> Janie welcome Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm really pleased you're here. You absolutely define the sort of person that I wanted to meet because, oh, as thanks. I say, I've long admired your wit and acerbic quality <laughs> at, at, at you know, dealing with your own trolls. Tell me, how did you get onto Twitter and, and why? I got onto Twitter about, must be about nearly 10 years ago. Um, I've always been really into social media. I've done Facebook and uh, way before that I had a Bebo and a MySpace page. Um, I was always on an online blogger as well, so I was in blog.co.uk way back when it was a thing, and a blog, and I've been doing a podcast with my daughter, Ashley Story, for seven years. Yeah, but we had to stop doing it together, and I do it myself now. Why did you have to stop? Because she's got her own radio show, and she's got her own life. Yeah, yeah. I hate it when they grow up. Bitch. Yeah, what a bitch. I know. Stay with mummy, (laughs) as I say to my daughter. But we... um, I've always been very heavily into social media. I think it's a great medium for people who work in comedy and media. It's a great way to advertise your gigs. It's a great way to mine material. Um, And it's a good way to connect with people who have absolute genuine questions about your book, your shows, your plays, your online material people ask me very genuine questions and I get to speak to them so you were quite an early adopter of all of this yeah which is the platform you use mainly now Mm, both Twitter and Facebook Instagram I'm still shy on but I I put lots of wee videos and of course you know I do those political voiceover videos yes which are hilarious Twitter is the absolute perfect platform for that yes when was the first time you were trolled um, my early trolling days was the week that Prince William and Kate get married because I made a joke about Glaswegian people with union flags um, 
and that spurned a lot of Rangers fans. In Glasgow, we have a thing called sectarianism where the Catholics hate the Protestants, the Protestants hate the Catholics. Occasionally, a person of colour turns up and takes the heat off everybody. <laughs> so um, I get trolled a lot then. And then when I joined the Yes movement for the referendum in 2014... Um, now, this is just a generalisation to give you the political landscape of how this plays out. In Glasgow, Rangers fans, by and large, are Protestants right. who support the union and don't want an independent Scotland. Okay. Celtic are, by and large, but not exclusively, Catholics. And they, by and large, support the yes movement. Now, of course, there were people who are going, I'm a Rangers fan and I'm a yes, and I'm a... I get that. But by and large, is a good way to give you, a, you know, an overall mm-hmm. stamp on it. So Catholics and Celtic want to vote yes. Rangers and Protestants want to vote no. That's a, quite a generalisation, but it's a, it's but a, it's a true, good headline. It's a good truism, way to yeah. look at it. Um, and uh, it's, it's... And Rangers fans tend to support Trump. Not all, hashtag, not all. So they're Trump supporters, they're Protestants, they want the union, they love the Queen, they've got their union flag. Celtic are Catholics who support Palestinians, so they've got a further reaching, and um, who are for uh, an independent Scotland, and aren't awfully fond of the Queen. not all of them, but that's right. a good generalised. Do they um, are they also you know um, do they also align with the Yazidis and anyone who they feel? I'm is not the that sure. No, I've okay. never it's just a big Palestinian. Okay. Yeah, um, I am a Protestant, right, and a Rangers fan. Oh God, so you really buck the trend. So uh, and, I and a su- woman and a woman and I support yes campaign. <gasps> so I get lots of trolling for the Rangers fans and. They call me a Catholic, a Teg, a Fenian, which are all slag words um, for Catholic. And I'm not. <laughs> and I never have been. Um, and they think because my husband's a Catholic, I'm a Catholic. And I'm not. And so they give me a lot of stick. And I was aware of it then. They started flooding my timeline with mm. a lot of hate. And any time the BBC puts up a small clip video, they've got online chat rooms. Right. So they put the link from Twitter into their chat room so the older angel and it's really funny because some of them write things like i don't even know why i'm here you know they don't know <laughs> the, the funniest one was um last year the the rangers fans put up a link to is Janie godley in london to um protest the kuwaiti emirate guy because i protested trump i have to protest everybody or they will call me a hypocrite all oh, right but the funny thing is is the Rangers fans did this so much it went viral. And the journalists all over the world were going, why are Rangers fans upset at Janie Godley not protesting? So it kind of bit them in the ass and they didn't know how to deal with it. And they claimed that I should be protesting this man. If you're going to do one, you should blanket. Because of his appalling human rights towards women. These are the same men that threatened to rape me. Mm -hmm. Or sorry, reap, because they're not very good spellers. They're going to (laughs) rape me. Is that R-E-E-P? Uh-huh. Oh, no. So they pretend that they support women. Right. Just, you know, that they'll say um, things like, why aren't you um, protesting against the Muslim rape gangs in Rotherham? And I'm like, you don't care about 
Muslim or Muslim women or rape gangs. You mock me for being raped because the man who raped me was a Rangers Orange Walk man. You mock my rape. So stop pretending you care about women's rape problems when you mock mine. So, and they go on and on. But the good thing is, is I've hit my menopause and I've got a lot of time in my hands and I'm really good at typing (laughs) and my grammar's good. So I fucking give it right back like a cricket bat. So you completely rose to the the top of Twitter for me because I'd never seen anybody come back in the way you did. You were fearless. You gave me courage. Yeah, I say things like, what are you doing sitting in your mum's caravan jizzing on a cat's back? (laughs) And they're exactly. like, well, you can't say that to me. You have a blue tick. You can't tell me I'm getting raped. Yes. Let's meet up, Bunty. Yes. And they're all anonymous. So I tell them where I'm going. I say, I get off the St Enoch's tube and I walk from St Enoch's all the way along that dial street. Yep. And I walk to the comedy gig. If anybody wants to meet me, rape me, kill me, beat me, I am absolutely open for that. Come and meet me. Not one of them. Shite bags. Scared wow. an old woman in her 50s in case she beats them up in the street. Sh- I can't believe that. Mm. So you look, not only do you take it on on Twitter, you'll literally go to meet me in, yeah, in a dark come meet alley. Me. I don't care. Wow. And, and and that's nobody has ever picked you up nah. on it. They are they are just hide behind, you know, their their fake accounts and and call me names and I'm like, you know what I am. Here's my gig list. Come see me. Come walk into the club. Ask to meet me. I'll be here. <sighs> So that is that's my inspiring lesson for the day, and I hope anybody well, else. I don't know if everybody should do no, that. No, but, but just the fact that so many of them are yeah. literally keyboard warriors. When you first put your head above the parapet in terms yeah. of the referendum, did you think um, you were going to get trolled? Oh yeah, absolutely. You I knew could, what you yeah. were doing. But you see, the thing is, Tracy, I used to own a pub in the East End of Glasgow for fifteen years. <laughs> so I had my first day in nineteen seventy nine was a wee old man coming in and going, "Oh, you've got quite big tits." I'm like, "Cheers, do you want ice in your whiskey? <laughs> like, can I feel your tits?" No. Well, I fought in the Korean War. Well, it's a pity you never died in it. <laughs> I don't care. Ah, Jane, I, I love I've been fine <laughs> all my life. So I don't care. I'm like, fucking bring it on. What's the worst that can happen? You you are the one you've walked the walk in life. Yeah, I, I mean don't you've care. been through some of the most horrific experiences. Mm. And I remember you very sweetly you often weighed in mm. to cover mm. my back. I try and be a bit like you, but I'm not quite yeah. as I can't quite do it. But somebody was accusing you of um of child, that was it. It was about child. You wouldn't know child abuse if it yeah. bit you on the ass. And it's like you really should do a bit of research yeah. as to who you're insulting. No, I know, I know. And then I, I love how they always try and twist things around. This yeah. woman says you tweeted me sixty six times. I went, yeah. I was replying to yeah. your tweets. Absolutely. This is tweets. So you say hello, say hello, hello, hello. That's me. I hate you. I hate you. So that's me just. Tw- <laughs> that's me just tweeting you twice. Nothing to do with what you wrote to me. So. I, I always call them out and I always call them out and I call them out every single time and I screenshot them and call them out. And then one of the things is, is there's four men have lost their jobs. Um, a man um, tweeted me, a Rangers fan who lived, let's say, in Manchester. Let's just say. And he suggested shoving things up my vagina. And I said, mate, you're hiding behind the fake account, so you're a non-person, doesn't count. It's just like somebody going up a toilet wall and writing your name on it. It doesn't count. because, Or you're shouting it off the top of an open-top bus. You're, you don't count. So he fucking stupidly no. put his picture up and it had his work logo on the jumper. What an idiot. And within three hours he'd lost his job. I never reported who him. Who reported him? Other people who follow me reported <sighs> him and said, this guy is at your company, he's in your work, and he's suggesting putting things up a woman's vagina. And the company wrote to me and said, we do not 
condone. I mean, please don't let him lose his job. He's got kids. It's Christmas. And they said, this is none of your business. If he's doing this to you, you don't know who else he's doing this to. Wow. That so is, that that's yeah. one example of four people who have lost their jobs. Yeah. For stupidly putting up their picture. And what happened? Give me another one. Um, another one was a man who said that my husband sold heroin. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I saw that. Yeah, and he um, he had his logo on his jumper. What? I know. And lawyers get involved and apologies had to be made. And But the company wrote to me and says, we're not having these people work with us. Wow. If they can't be responsible, don't use your work logo and your... Twitter handle. Do you think it's getting worse on Twitter? No, I think that they've started to realise that they can't keep doing it. They At the beginning, they could. I mean, if you saw the stuff Nicola Sturgeon got, like, I've got a bullet for you, you bitch, and all that. that because they were so safe and secure in their anonymity, yeah. they didn't realise that their IP address could be traced, blah, 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 blah. And it gets that. And they now know that they get shamed, so they have to lock their account. And they, they now know that there is consequences. Why do you think they do it? I think people do it because... I think, okay, let me explain. I, I actually had a, a, a public interaction where I met somebody by accident who had been drawn. So I'm on a bus, got to Edinburgh, and this is when I realised why they do it. And the driver was on the bus, and I'm sitting directly behind the driver. And at that moment, a Canadian news company, and the bus was empty, the Canadian news company called me and says, we want to speak to you about the Trump thing. And I, and I was obviously speaking loudly because it was Canada I was speaking to. So the bus driver, who I'm sitting directly behind, said, oh, what was that about? I went, oh, it's a thing I did and I'm a comedian and I've got it this time. He went, oh, I think I recognise you. And I says, yeah. He says, eh, I think you blocked me on Twitter. I says, are you a Rangers fan who calls women horrible names? Because if you have, that'll be why you're blocked. He went, no, no, no. I went, give me your Twitter handle. But before he could, he did it. So while the bus was pulling into oh the garage, God. I searched it. And the tweet he had sent to me is, you fat, ugly cow, nobody would fuck you. By the way, he was like 18 stone. So <laughs> I was like, mate, I found out why I blocked you. It's this here. And he looked at it. And I looked at him and I said, you sent me that. Turns out I know... His father-in-law, we went to school together. And I said, does he know that you speak to women like this one? And he went, oh, it's just a bit of banter. I was in a pub and all the guys were tweeting you and all the other guys were doing it. So I went, so you think it's okay to suggest... I went, just just a heads up. This no matter what size I'm I'm getting banged harder than a faulty washing machine door. <laughs> and you've asked who would fuck me. Well, I'm hoping it's never you. Because I don't think you could take the weight in those elbows because you're quite big. <laughs> And I think it's weird that you would suggest that a woman is so ugly to get sex when you basically look like a potato. <laughs> so I don't understand. And he went, I just did it because everybody else was doing it. Does he it. look embarrassed? Yeah. I went, you're an adult man. So he's like, it's just banter. I went, that's fine, it's just banter. So as the inspector came on the bus, I went, I love this journey. That big fat man is so sweaty and smelly, nobody would ever fuck him. Excellent. <laughs> and, the, and the guy was like, why would you say that? It's just banner, mate. It's just banner. And it banner. Hi, I'm Julia Rayside, and I'd like to invite you aboard my podcast. Always There is the only podcast to navigate through every single episode in order of the 1980s seafaring soap opera, Howard's Way. You don't have to love Howard's Way or even remember it. We're going to talk about it anyway, because I think it's brilliant. Somebody's nicked my bloody boat. Find us on Twitter at Always There Pod.
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So maybe behind every keyboard warrior yeah. or troll, they believe that they're Katniss Everdeen in, uh, you know, or, mm-hmm. or Nelson Mandela mm-hmm. or Brad Pitt or, you know, but actually... Everybody's just ordinary. Like, that's the thing. Is, everybody is, is ordinary. People tell me that you're not beautiful and you're not... You know what? I, I don't think I am beautiful. I think I'm ordinary looking like every other ordinary looking person there is. And what is beauty to what you? What is beauty? Yeah, I, I mean... I know that I'm attractive to the man that loves me. I know that my daddy loved me. I know that my daughter loves me. I know I've got good friends who love me. I don't need a complete stranger to say they think I'm pretty enough to fuck because I'm no fucking them. But if, but, First it, of all, you are gorgeous. Yeah. You've got, you know, everybody, you know, you're beautiful. You are beautiful, Every, but it doesn't matter. I mean, we're all ordinary looking people. Well, we're just all humans and we've yeah. all got our own beauty. You yeah. know, all women are beautiful in their own way. I look way. at people on a bus and like a wee old woman in her 70s and I think, I wonder, I wonder who she was when she mm. was younger. I wonder what, you know, what did she do? Was she, was she a secretary? Did she have hopes and dreams? And she... People love her. Somebody is going to cry when she dies and she's beautiful to everybody that loves her. That love, exactly. So, and I don't understand why I can only be beautiful if I look like um, Sophia Loren until I die because that isn't what beauty is. Well, to be fair, Rachel Riley, who's a very pretty yeah. young mm. woman, gets told that she's ugly and unfuckable. So I think it sort of goes... It's because women are so fucking hung up on their insecurities that if I tell you, nobody will fuck you. Like, I don't have the time to be fucking everybody. But it's the thing they do is they try and pick pick it. it. And what they don't understand is, I'm incredibly safe and secure. My body has never gave me cancer. My body has delivered a beautiful child. My body saw me through caring for my dad. This body carried me through the world of doing stand-up. I've been all over the world. This body might not be the body you find aesthetically pleasing, but it never fucking let me do. And it gives me really good orgasm, so I don't understand why anybody would want to judge that. Mm. But the people who do judge it are people who are incredibly insecure and think that the only thing that's important is looks. 
And I get that because that's what the Kardashians push. That's what the public push, that you have to have perfect eyebrows, you have to look good, you have to look beautiful, or society won't like you. Which means let's fucking hope Nanny has get a rash on our face or her life will end. Don't you find that being a woman of, a, of, of let's say, past 35, mm-hmm. it gives us power because I don't care if people uh, don't... I re- literally no, couldn't yeah, give a shit if people either. say you're not fuckable. The best bit is that a guy on a train, four seats away, was staring at me and I was like, God, I think he's recognised me, but... And then he went, just so as you know, I would never fuck you. And the whole cabin looked. I went, well, I'm so upset because I've been sat here (laughs) trying to wonder out how to get the courage to ask you to fuck me. And now you've put all my dreams at a dash. (laughs) Me and these other women, we've all been texting each other quietly going, do you think the guy with the cherry red cords and fat belly will fuck us? (laughs) Then it turns out you won't. Did he really say that? I'm devastated that my vagina's now clam shut for business because you've told me uh, you won't fuck me. And anyway, I haven't, I haven't had my injection, so I wasn't sure if we could actually mate, just in case. <laughs> you know, human and animal species. But the thing is, they do it with women, don't they? Because mm. they think it's the way to silence you. Mm. They think that if they make you feel in, insecure or ashamed. Yeah. So here's the next question. With everything that has come your way on, on t- Twitter, and we'll go back mm. to it, and I talk mainly about Twitter because that's mm. the medium that I use. Have you, uh, how does it impact on your day-to-day life, your real life? And have you ever thought about getting off the, the media? Oh, I'm, I'm, I mean, my daughter puts it perfectly. She says it saved my husband and I's marriage because she went, you picked him dad for ages and because he's got autism, you and him argued like, fuck, now you've argued with lots of men. It's saved this marriage. So in a way, it's saved her marriage. <laughs> and, I get uh, to argue with arseholes and leave that poor bloke alone. And do you go on feeling I'm in, com- I'm in a competitive mood? Oh, yeah, he knows. He can tell by my face. He went, is arseholes annoying you? I'm like, yep. <laughs> He's like, go for it, girl. I was like, yeah. And he laughs. I sometimes tell him the exchanges. Um, some of them gave me great comedy material. I've told stories on stage. It's usually Scottish unionists and Tories that tell me that I shouldn't swear. And then I look up their profile and find out they take legal, candid, upshot pictures of women's knickers. But I'm not allowed to swear. My favourite one is when people tell me not to swear and then I search their name and find them swearing. That makes my nipples hard. Do you ever get blue tick into action of people that don't like what you do? Um, well, a lot of people don't like what I do, but I, my mummy never gave birth to me in 1961 to to please a bunch of cunts I don't know. Uh, God, it's so true. I and it's so to... true. What do you think trolls want? Attention. It's just attention. But as my husband, who, as I say, has got autism, so he sees the world in very much black and white, he's like, but their face isn't there and their name isn't there, so they're a non-person. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. They're non-persons. So I block all the, the Rangers fans and unions. I block them. And people say, you shouldn't block them. You should mute them. But the reason I don't mute them is is because people who follow me get into arguments with them. Right. So if I just imagine Twitter's a nightclub, yep. right, and you've got bouncers in the door. I don't want arseholes in. Because yep. when they're not annoying me, yep. they're annoying my fucking pals. Very good. You know, they're in, if they've avoided Janie at the bar, they'll go over to a booth and start picking on my mates. So just don't fucking let them in. Go away. Go find some lonely unionist wank circle and stay there and talk about whatever shit you want to talk about. Folk out here, if I'm going to get raped, you better spell it right. How have the how have the left been with you? Because I'm getting the impression that you've not been. You, maybe your love of Corbyn has dimmed somewhat. Um, I supported Jeremy Corbyn at the very beginning. I was doing the Corbyn comedy concert, but I couldn't go because of another job. Now I come from a different standpoint, Tracy, because you said no other option. You've got Corbyn, or you've got fucking Theresa May. 
You have got the yes, two you, worst. That's the thing. You also have got the two worst fucking, Literally. you know, like like poisonous prawns and scabby lobster on your buffet. We've got we've got Nicola Sturgeon. We've got a real politician that when she sees an open goal, she fucking kicks it. Totally. So I was dis- I mean, I was such a carbonista when they came out because my utopia would have been Jeremy Corbyn in Parliament, Nicola Sturgeon in Scotland. What a beautiful fucking marriage made in heaven. You may get that now. And then. My husband, who watches, doesn't on social media at all, he said he was very anti-Corbyn for the beginning. I went, why are you like this? He went, because he does fuck all. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. He's like, he's just gathered a lot of popular people and did fuck all with it. And I'm like, you're wrong. (laughs) And then it turns out he's right. And I'm annoyed at Corbyn for doing that. And I'm also annoyed at the way the, the Labour Party in Scotland, every time, for instance, the Labour Party were in charge of the Glasgow City Council for like 17 years. They paid £4 million to take the women to court rather than pay them equal pay. The Labour Party. Oh, my God. So they wouldn't give the women equal pay. In fact, they spent the public's purse defending that decision in court. SNP get in. Within two years, SNP have gave out £58 million to the woman. Labour Party come out and says, we solved this problem. And I thought, no, you fucking didn't. You lying arseholes. You spent millions in court defending the right not to pay women equally. And that is when a lot of the left in Scotland were like, uh, uh, hang, I mean, it's the truth. I'm not making shit up. And it's the truth. Wow. Um, and they hate that the SNP took over the office in the Glasgow City Chambers, and within two years they've settled it. And they've paid £58 million out or whatever it is. I don't know the exact amount. Millions mm. to pay the women off and give them their due. And the Labour Party were on the news giving it, well, it's about time these women get a settlement. I went, that's like a man who trapped you in a box, right? Let's call him Joe. Joe traps Tracy Ann in a box. Tracy Ann gets out the box because Margaret got her out and... The man goes on the news and goes, I'm glad Margaret let Tracy Ann out of that box. Good honour. I'm like, you were the fucking arsehole I put her there. So when they do that, my dander gets up. I hate hypocrisy. Oh, so do I. I think that's why you've always had such an authentic voice for me. You know, you you take no prisoners. I love you. I love what you do on Twitter as well. I love that you just keep answering back and they keep on and keep on. and keep. But it is a bit like... like a cult. It's like they, they can't mm. see past anything. Well, it's a far right, far left. And this is a non-political podcast. No, no. You know, this is literally, a, you know, mm. I'd love to have Owen Jones mm. on. I'd love to have anybody on. But but well, I've got a question for you that I get asked doing this. Um, at what point, when we answer back, do we become the trolls? Well, we're not because a troll to me is somebody who hides their identity with a fake. I never, ever... Jump into a conversation. See, for scene's sake, I see a lot of Rangers fans saying, um, Mary Black is a fucking bitch and she needs to be put down or whatever. I'll just say, guys, this is despicable. But I won't jump in and start caught. That's what a troll does. I won't do that. I only answer. So these people people are sitting there waiting just to jump out from under the bridge? Yeah. Interesting. Have you ever managed to persuade a troll to your way of thinking or made up with them? Yes. Yes. Um, I've had... People who have said, I'm a guy, the worst, fuck, it was really bad because I'm so thick skinned. But they've, like, 19 minutes after the bells at New Year, a, a tweet came up and it said, um, ha ha, your mum was found dead floating down the Clyde. And that was the beginning of the New Year. And it was this guy who stupidly had his photograph of him and his girlfriend on it. 
So I screenshot it. I went, wow. Days after the new year, a man's laughing at my mum being murdered just because he's a Rangers fan. The fuck does that mean? But I thought, that's really sad that if you're a man and you're with your girlfriend and it's the new year, you would take and time at your thing. night to talk, laugh at my mum being murdered in 1982. And then it, people were like, that's fucking horrific. And then I got a private message, and I, I think it's from him. He, he, he apologised profusely and says, you know who I am. I'm sickened by what I did. And yada. It might not have been. Somebody might have apologised on his behalf, but I can't see that. It mm. must have been him. And I said, that was a fucking horrible thing to say. Not for me. I'm over my mum's death. I am. Mm. But for that to be what you're thinking about at the new year, why, why would that be the thing you thought about? my mum being murdered way before you were even born and that would be the thing that would come into your head. That's a mental illness. Did he say anything? No, I, I just let it go because he kind of apologised. And I've had people who got threatened by their work and stuff and said, I've seen you threatening to rape a woman on Twitter and they've went, I'm so sorry, I shouldn't have wrote that. And God. That went, that's okay. You know, I get that people get carried up in the momentum. And then the the other weird one is very young Twitterers, you know, like 17-year-old boys who are big Rangers fans. Mostly football fans, I get. Some Celtic fans too, not all Rangers, but 80 90% Rangers write things like, you should be stabbed to death and stuff. And I think that they don't understand and they end up losing their accounts. And when you get things like, do you block immediately now or do you interact? Yeah, I, I mean, I'll write to them and say, this isn't something you should be writing on Twitter. Mm. Um, and like, oh, you're a paedophile, I'm only a kid. I was like, I was married at, engaged at 16. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, this I've thing seen... about 16. In Scotland, you can get married at 16, you know, so that's not a child to me, you know. So my husband was 16 when we lived together, so I don't see 16-year-olds as children. If you're legally allowed to get married and drink or whatever, you, know, you can't drink till you're 18. But there is a difference. But I do think when they're very, very young, I block them. I'll explain that they're wrong and then I'll block them. Mm. And then, but, you know, the, 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 the Scottish Tories and the Unionists fire up and they always go on about me swearing. Let me swearing is the worst thing in the world. But burning baby boxes and leaving returning soldiers dying in the streets isn't bad but me saying fuck is bad so well, i've always been quite shocked that people f high up the food chain let's say of labor have not stamped down harder yeah. on this and uh, do you feel that people should have in in positions of authority yeah well i always tag the rangers football club into it so i know that their pr people see it and did they ever do anything well i've had words they've, they've emailed me once and said that they're disgusted at the the stuff that their fans write to me but it's the same as the violence on the pitches. I mean, we have things like... When Rangers play Celtic, domestic violence peaks. Gosh. And nobody wants to talk about it. And just two weekends ago, there was a Rangers and Celtic match and people were stabbed. They don't want to address it, so they keep putting it down to... Oh, it's got nothing to do with the football match. It's got to do with alcoholics and people who drink. Well, why does that not happen at rugby? Why does it not happen at the women's football games? Why does it not happen at the fucking curling? Mm. Why does it just seem to be Rangers and Celtic? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but there's a common denominator here. And they don't deal with it at all? They don't deal with it at all. Um, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. How much of the material are you able to take? And like when Dave, David Baddiel was on and um, he talked about how it's, it, it informs his comedy. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I talk about it on stage. It's brilliant. I, I get, 
you know, these poor bastards have made me so much money. That's what I was going to say. You monetize your own yeah. trolls. Yeah, absolutely. I sold about four nights at the Auden Moor. That was 1,200 people came to see me. Oh. And my fucking God, did they get the troll chat. They love it as well. What sort of things have you taken that you're mm. able to talk about? I talk about the, the unionists that tell me not to swear, but they take upshot legal candid upskirt photographs of women's crotches and it's all these old fucking bustling old men in cherry red cords that don't like women um, and, I, and I take the piss out of them all the time and I talk about them on stage and I have great fun and a lot of the people who come to see me follow me on Twitter so they know so it's a common denominator for them as well it's a lived experience that they've been through with me half of those people in the audience are like yeah we were with you Janie yeah. we saw it and I was like yeah what about that cunt <laughs> so meeting you here today I, 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 is amazing because mm. I, you know when you follow somebody on Twitter mm. for a long time and you fought their battles we're and they're fought yours we're fans of you Ashley's like I can't believe you're getting to meet this woman oh, well because she can come on she's, she's a big Friday night dinner fan has been from day oh. dot well, Janie Goddard, you are a heroine to me. You are a real oh, hero. You. you are one of the first women that impacted and showed me that you just don't go running. Don't, don't give a don't, fuck. Don't, don't give a fuck. They will not run you off the site. No. We're quicker and, well, you're quicker, brighter, stronger and more resilient than any of them. Mm. Thanks so much for coming on to Trolls. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with me, Tracy Ann Overman, on this episode of Trolled. See you next week. Great big owl. Hello, I'm Jack Beaumont and this is Crime Club, the podcast where I talk to people who have done terrible, terrible things, either immoral or illegal, ideally both. Fucking hell, mate. That's Crime Club. Oi, oi, oi. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.